Hello and welcome to the She Can Share podcast, where I am going to help you arise and shine as the woman of influence that God is calling you to be, where you are going to learn how to share your God-given gifts, talents, and abilities with the world through content creation and by just being who you are. You are meant to let go of shame, guilt, condemnation, and fear, and arise and shine and be the light of the world. So whether you're here to grow your influence, grow your business, or just learn some content creation tips to express Christ in you, I want you to know that I'm here for it. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to the She Can Share podcast. I am pumped about today's episode. Guys, I know you know my heart and that I, we are here to use our voice, to educate, to use the gifts that God's given us. And I believe that God has equipped us to be agents of change for our generation. And that's why we're on social media, right? To grow our business, grow our influence and use the gifts that God's given us. And today I have an incredible guest that is literally running into the fire, which is the title of her book, so good, running into the fire and is truly an Esther and a Deborah for this generation. Her name's Terry Hasdorf. And she, listen to this, listen to this. She's an author, a former congressional candidate, political strategist with over 20 years of experience. And she has this message inside of her wanting to help the everyday soccer mom or the everyday person that has no idea about politics, why it's important to get involved right now, what's at stake if we don't, and why God is actually calling Christians and believers to run into the fire and take a stand in the place of politics. And I just have to say, (laughs) I just have to say, when I met Terry, I basically was pretty honest with her and said, Terry, I have always said that, you know, you know, I'm on social media. I've always said, don't talk about politics. Don't get involved. Leave that up to the people that are anointed to do that. You just share Jesus and it's all going to be good. And Terry had a little chat with me that was very encouraging, but also very convicting about where our country is at if we don't get involved. So I wanted to have her on our, sh- on my show today on the podcast because I think this is going to be a very equipping and educational show. So without further ado, everyone, welcome Terry to the show. Thanks for being here, Terry. Thanks so much, Melissa. It's wonderful to be with you. Oh my goodness. Such an honor. You know, when we first met, um, which is wild, we literally met at this conference and you came up to me and you're like, I don't know why I feel like I'm supposed to talk to you. And by golly, I'm glad that you did because this conversation is so important. Mm. Well, and you know, I just love that you were so real and honest with me because so many people, you know, I think feel the same way that you do, which is they're kind of a little bit afraid of politics or they just think, oh gosh, that's just not for me. You know, I just, Mm -hmm. I wish everybody well in that, but that's just not something I want to be involved in. And, you know, part of what we talked about, Melissa, was just how, you know, as Americans, we are in a place right now in our country where, 
there's so many things at stake. America is at a turning point and we have a decision to make as a country as to whether or not we're going to continue in the same path that we've been on, which is a country that is full of freedom, especially religious freedom, or if we're going to shift more into being a country that is basically socialist and socialism at its core is about replacing God with government and freedom with tyranny. And so for, you know, a lot of people, I think they just don't realize what, how, how, big this is and how much is at stake. And, you know, the mountain of government is the one that touches all the rest. That's one that influences everything else. And so it's such a place where, you know, it's needed for people like you and (laughs) others um, who are are able to get involved more deeply to be there. Um, But I just, you know, I love your heart on it. Yeah. Well, when we were, when we were talking and guys, for anybody that's listening right now, and you're like, Melissa, I don't, I'm not into politics and, you know, and I'm a bit scared. I just want you to know you're in good company because that is actually where I have been at, not at currently because I talked to Terry, which is why I'm bringing her to onto the show. But Terry, like, can you tell me what, like, what are your thoughts on like, why don't people want to get involved? You shared some statistics that were really interesting to me that I'd like you to share about how much evangelical Christians like how many there are in our country, how many don't get involved and why do you think that is? Sure. Well, you know, 64% of Americans identify as Christians Mm -hmm. and yet 40% of evangelical Christians are not even registered to vote. And so that is a really shocking statistic. When you think about the fact that if even 10% more or 15% more Christians were to get involved and just vote, what a huge impact that could have on elections. And we often complain about the fruit of what we see. We don't like all the corruption. We don't like the bad policies. We don't like a lot of the leaders that we see going in and then compromising in integrity, but we're not getting at the root And the root of it is that we're not there. Any Mm -hmm. system like that is, you know, going to be filled by somebody if we're not the ones going into it. And that void may create a space for people that we don't really want there. Yeah. Well, something that you had said when we were in that conversation was you had said, it's a lot easier to keep our freedom than to have it taken away and try and get it back. And what I got from that conversation, from what you were saying, is we are at a point in America where we might be losing our freedom. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to speak to that for a minute, because that's really sobering, especially for people like me. That's like, let's just share Jesus. (laughs) Let's just, you know, grow your business and love God. Like, it's very fluffy, fluffy. It's not right. It's important. It's not fluffy, fluffy, but when you look at the landscape and become aware of what's really happening right now, it's very sobering and feels like a call for people to get involved and to have a voice. So can you talk about that? Sure. Absolutely. Well, you know, the reason I named the book running into the fire is because I was talking with a friend of mine who had also run for Congress about the same time I did, who's a Christian. And I said, why do you believe Christians shy away from being involved in politics? And he said, well, because they're afraid of it. They think of it as being dirty and corrupt. And I said, that's exactly what I hear over and over. He said, but you know what they really need to be doing is thinking of it more like people who are in law enforcement or people who are firefighters because they're trained to overcome their fears. And instead of running away from the burning building, they run right into it. 
And I thought, you know, that's it. As Christians, we're called to walk in faith, not fear. And what place would we be needed in more than a place where decisions are being made every day that literally touch every aspect of our lives? And, you know, that's not to say that, you know, everybody's supposed to go out and run for office, but it also means that you can't sit back and just hope for the best or just think, well, I'm just going to pray and, you know, just let God take care of that. God put us here on this earth (laughs) to steward what we've been given. Right. We're called to rule and reign. We're called to seek the welfare of the city that we're placed in. We're called to be the ones who are the salt and light. So if it's dark, that's on us. That's we so have a responsibility that we're going to be held to account for one day when we face our maker. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be the one to say, oh, sorry, I let that happen on my watch. This is our country. Wherever you live, that's your city. That's your county. It's ours to steward. Yeah, that's so good. Terry, I'll be honest with you because you know I am. <laughs> I love it. I actually heard someone say, stop saying that, Melissa, because then it sounds like you're not honest in other things. So I'm going to be direct with you, Terry. And I think that this might be where some people are at, but it just feels overwhelming. And it just feels like there's a lot of terms. Even when you and I were talking, you were saying terms, you know, that I was like, I don't even know what that is. And so like when people are like, get involved, it just feels so ethereal. Mm-hmm. Like get involved. What does that even mean? And then this other <laughs> side of it where it's like, you know, all these big political issues and people are seeing people get torn apart mm-hmm. for standing up. So I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just going to shrink back. So can <laughs> you please talk about the, the downward spiral of silence? Because mm. you talked about that. And then can you please talk about Like for, to the woman that just feels like it's just overwhelming and I just don't really even know what to do. Sure. Well, you know, I know for a lot of people, politics can seem kind of overwhelming. And that's why I tell people, you know, start with something that is right there in your home city. Go local. Don't feel like you have to take on the whole thing. It, it, there's a little over 3000 counties in America. And so, you know, I may not be able to make a difference in Washington. I may not be able to make a difference for the whole country, but I can help my own county. I can get involved with my local uh, races that are happening. I can do research on a candidate that might be a really positive one that I believe in. And I know this is somebody that I've, I've vetted out. I've, I've checked into, I know their heart, I've met with them, or I know people that know them that I trust. And I'm like, all right, this is somebody that I'm going to get behind. So what does that look like? Do I just like Google, Terry, we're going to get ABC. Do I just, do I just Google candidates in my county running? Like what, what do I, what do I do? Like, how do I find that out? Sure. Okay. So right now we are in between, you know, the presidential election year is the big, the big Super Bowl of races. But right now for 2023, this is a good practice run. So you can look at, you can go to the secretary of state's office and you can look for what's happening, what races are coming up. You can go to your local county party headquarters. You know, maybe you are uh, either a Republican or Democrat. You can look at the, the races that are coming up. Uh, you can uh, ask others that are in groups that may be like-minded. So 
you know, there's uh, groups like if you're a conservative Republican like me, uh, I'm here in Alabama. You know, you've got Concerned Women for America. You've got Republican uh, uh, county, city, as well as state activities that are happening. You've got uh, the Leadership Institute, which does trainings for people that they can plug into to get more involved in knowing how to actually work on campaigns or run campaigns even. And if you want to run for office, they give you trainings on that. And then you've also got, you know, just friends that probably follow politics. And that's what I love to do is just find people that I know have my kind of heart and values and Mm -hmm. say, okay, tell me who you like. Tell me who's running this go round for either mayor or because this is, you know, we're we're not going to have as many federal races right now. So it may be city council, it may be mayor, it may be um, or it may be a congressional seat that could be, you know, coming open special elections. There's all sorts of things depending on which state or, or county you're in. And by doing that kind of homework, then you kind of know, all right, these are the races that I want to follow. And then you go to that candidate's website and you want to make sure that it's that actual candidate. Usually on the bottom of the website, it's going to say paid for by Terry Hasdorf for Congress or paid for by Melissa Hughes for, you know, whatever. So you can you can look at what it is and and know what their positions are on all of the different um, you know, things that they're going to be making decisions on in that position. And then last but not least, I always say, you know, pray about what your involvement should be and then go to as many things as you have time to get involved with. Maybe it's a candidate forum. Uh, every race, there's usually going to be some sort of debate or forum or something where they're going to be discussing things that, that can, those candidates are doing. And if you can go and you can meet them or meet their staff, that can tell you a lot about whether or not that's somebody you want to support. It's all about going local. Yeah, that's so helpful. I didn't know you could meet them and meet their staff. And that's awesome. Like, wow, guys, if you need to like rewind, you know, 20 seconds and just like write all that stuff down, do it. Okay. (laughs) Can you explain, because you said this and this was really um, scary, but also really important because you, you did an amazing speech yesterday talking about the landscape of where America is currently at. And you talked about the downward spiral because for so many people, they are afraid to even say online that they're a Christian, but also they're afraid to stand behind some of these big issues. Can you just talk about what happens when we stay silent? Sure. So, you know, Eric Metaxas has a book called Letter to the American Church, and he talks about how currently we risk being caught up in what uh, happened in Germany. You know, German uh, political scientist Elizabeth Noel Newman basically called this something. It's a phenomenon that she dubbed the spiral of silence. And that occurs when people see their culture transitioning towards tyranny, but they refuse to speak up about it. And the longer people hesitate, the more the price of speaking rises. And as that price rises, then even fewer people choose to speak up because it costs them so much more. And so that happens over and over until basically an entire nation can be silenced. That's what happened in Germany. And Metaxas is saying that's what he sees happening here in America right now today. We can't let that happen here. None of us want to see this country lose its freedom. None of us want to see our freedom of speech canceled. And yet if we don't take action, if we don't get involved, if we don't speak out, you know, that's very easily something that could happen here. 
Yeah, that is so crazy, you know, and you were talking about as well how you recently just saw an article that Fox put out how the Chinese government is trying to rewrite the Bible. And in the book of John, where Jesus gives mercy to the woman caught in adultery by saying you who is without sin, cast your first stone, nobody casts a stone, Jesus says, well, go and sin no more. You are telling me that their government is trying to has a 10 year plan to rewrite the Bible, where that portion, he's having Jesus stone that woman to death. And you like, what is happening? Yeah. So Chairman Xi Jinping has been basically saying that he wants to cynicize, which means make Chinese in character or form religion. And the communist the Chinese Communist Party is wanting to rewrite religious texts such as the Bible and the Quran to change it to things that are more palatable to the CCP. And so instead of Jesus showing mercy, uh, if you're a CCP official, the story of the woman who was caught in adultery looks more like a story of a dissident challenging the authority of the state. And there was a um, Chinese university textbook that was released in 2020, where they show a rewritten gospel of John with this story ending, not with mercy, but with Jesus himself being the one to stone the adulterous woman to death. And they're actually rewriting the Ten Commandments. So instead of it saying, thou shalt have no other gods before me, it might become something like resolutely guard against the infiltration of Western ideology. Or, you know, they might look at ways that they can shape things so that the CCP is basically playing the role of God. Wow. And what's scary is that the Vatican has actually kind of gone along with this in some ways from the Catholic Church side. Uh, there's an article that Fox News just recently put out about this, and they're saying, you know, religious power is tantalizing to the CCP, and they're looking at what better way to demonstrate their supremacy than bringing global religions under their heel. Oh, my gosh. So this is a time where, you know, as Christians, if we are truly, you know, if Christians are the majority in this nation, we have to think about even five years from now with, you know, China becoming more powerful with the rise of AI technology, with so much influence in our elections from outside the United States and with, you know, a lot of corruption and issues that we're dealing with internally, it's time for the body of Christ to wake up. You yeah. must wake up. You have to see what's happening around you. And if you're a mom, if you care about the future, your kids are going to have, You've got to think about, okay, I have a chance right now. I have the ability right now to get involved and speak up while I still can and make a difference while I still can and support people who have my kind of views while I still can. I'm going to take that chance. I'm going to do it. Wow. Harry, that is so powerful and so convicting and such a call. I mean, and, you know, for so many of us, like moms and our lives are, you know, sport practice and making lunch. And like, we're, we're already feeling, to be honest, overwhelmed with our daily lives. But this issue and what you're talking about, it's like, if we don't look, like you said, five years down the road, a lot of that stuff is going to start to become a non-issue because we'll be facing bigger fish. That's and exactly so right. 
And, you know, it's not so overwhelming when you break it down into the bite-sized pieces. There's strength in numbers and we're the body. We're not called to do it all by ourselves. So God never puts anything on us that we can't handle. And he never calls us to walk alone. We're called to walk with others. And so that's what my call to action is. It's for the body. And Mm -hmm. as the body of Christ, as the church, as the people who are called in his name, we're the ones who also have the, that, you know, that spirit of God with us. And as long as we are praying, seeking him and doing this in a way that is respectful of others, but standing firm, I believe God will bless that. That's so good. And I know we were talking as well, like something that God's been speaking to me about is Esther, because I don't think you and I are saying go on social media and just start blasting all your political opinions because nobody wants that. That turns people off. It just, you know, and it creates a lot of arguments. And that's a huge reason why I've always said, just don't because people can't control themselves and people just get nasty. Mm -hmm. But what I love about Esther was that, you know, she was put in a position of influence, which all of us have a position of influence, whether you have a following online, whether you have a job, whether you are just a mom for your children and your kids go to a local school, we all do carry influence. And what I love that Esther did was she did go away and pray and she did answer the call and she was strategic about it. Like she threw a banquet for the king and then she brought it at just the right time, but she knew that she was called for such a time as this. And I do believe Terry, that the message that you're bringing is a message where you're trying to wake up the body and sound the alarm bell and be like, Hey, you were born for such a time as this. We need to rally together because it is at a tumultuous time in our country, which is scary to say. Yes. And I want to see people not be woke. I want to see them be awake. (laughs) Wake up, wake up, wake up body. (laughs) Right. Yes. So I just any like super, super simple practical tips that you have for anyone that's wanting to get involved. I know you've said like, do your research but like, what would be some good resources? Definitely your book guys get Terry's book running into the fire. Why more Christians need to be involved in politics. This is not a time to be comfortable anymore. We don't have that luxury. Get her book. It's full of good tips, practical things, but is there anything else that you'd want to say about that? Absolutely. You know, I think what I really want to tell people is there's hope. This is not Mm -hmm. a time to be like, oh gosh, we're losing everything. This is to be in despair. You know, God gives us uh, the opportunity to lean into things and to make a difference. And there are so many things that even if, if, if it's just one person you can do to get involved and make a difference. And the great news is, is, hey, guess what? There really are other Christians involved in government. I know a lot of them. I know them personally. And there's, there are good people serving. They just need more support. They need more reinforcement. And, you know, it's something where if, if you as a follower of Christ are willing to, uh, get involved in some way, even if it's just a small way, it may be that you just vote, pray, and, and maybe you give a $20 check, even that makes a difference. So you don't have to feel overwhelmed. You just have to say, okay, God, what is it that you're putting on my heart to do? And the other thing that I'll just say is, is a lot of people say to me, well, you know, I'm just a mom. What can I do? And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'll take a fired up mama bear any day of the week over even the most hardened political 
political hack because guess <laughs> why? Mama bears, they care. They have passion. They are personally, they've got skin in that game and they will, they will be passionate about trying to make sure that their children are protected, that their children are having a good future. So you as a mom really do have a lot that you can do. You have a voice that you can speak from a position of authority as a mom, caring about your child's education and, and their future. And so, you know, that's, please don't use that as, as a reason to stay back. That's even more yeah. reason to get involved. Yeah. I love that, Terry. Moms do feel like I'm just a mom and their worlds feel so small sometimes when it's diapers and baby wipes and <laughs> spit up on your shoulder. But I love the value that you're putting on a woman's voice and the importance of us being like, no, we're going to be a mama bear. We're not going to be quiet about it. We are going to figure it out and get involved. And guys, Terry is one of the most genuine, like warm hearted people I've met. So if you are scared of politics, like I was, if you're kind of like, I don't know what to do, contact Terry. We're going to get her on social media. I'm helping her right now. So we're going we're gonna to get her on social media. You can reach her there. She has an amazing website. Please tell, tell our viewers um, about some of the resources of how they can connect with you and just what you're doing. Sure. Thanks. So my website is godovergovernment.com. We choose God over government every day. Godovergovernment.com. The book Running Into the Fire can be purchased there as well as I'm loading in some really neat new content. Please sign up for my email list. You'll be the first to know about some of the things that we're rolling out shortly. Uh, Melissa's been helping me. We've got some other folks that are wonderful that are kind of helping with with creating a membership organization yes. that we're going to set up so that people can get access to just real practical things that you can do and insights and uh, even ways to pray better um, as we move into uh, the 2024 election cycle, especially. So I'd, I'd love for you to check out my website, God Over Government. Amazing. Yes. Please connect with Terry. Feel free to contact her and direct, um, direct message her. There's no question that's too small. I mean, I've even shown some of you where I'm at on my political journey through this interview. And you should have heard me when we first met back in May. She's so kind. And so politics, I, what I love about your message too, is it's not something to be afraid of. It's something to know that God's called us to run into the fire and there's hope mm -hmm. and that God gives us the ability to overcome. So that's so powerful and so amazing. I'm so grateful for this conversation and looking forward to bringing people along, Terry. <laughs> that's right. They're needed right now for such yes. a time as this. For such a time as this. So thank you guys. Be on the lookout for our episode next week. And we have another episode with Terry that's going to be coming out soon where she does an amazing speech and really breaks down in more detail and, and a bit heavier, but important about the landscape of America and what you can do to get involved. So be on the lookout for that episode as well. Thanks, Melissa. Thank you.